bill, they say. So he snuck down in secret early Christmas day. He stole all their presents. He stole all their wrapping. He stole all their food and their tinsel and trappings. Then he took it all up to the tip top of Mount Crumpet, packed high on his sleigh. He was ready to dump it. He stared down at Whoville. The Grinch popped his eyes, then he shook. What he saw was a shocking surprise. Every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, was singing without any presence at all. He hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came. Somehow or other, it came just the same. And the Grinch, with his Grinch feet ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. And he puzzled three hours till his puzzler was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Well, John Cohen tells of the time that he took his family out for their annual drive through Christmas lights in their town. And a, a light snow had come, and it just gave the, the lights more places to reflect, and it was just a beautiful night. And he says his children were wide-eyed in the car and taking it all in, the, the flashing lights and the different colors of lights and the, the trees that were decorated in people's yards and the then he heard his young son, his young um, first grader daughter in the in the back seat say, "Dad, pull over quick. I want to read something." And the car was pulled over to the side of the road for a closer look. And th this house where his daughter had him stop had a totally different look. It wasn't flashing lights, but there across the lawn, lit up by floodlights, were the large letters. No fancy display, no blinking lights, just the name Jesus. And it was a, a simplicity about that display that kind of made it speak louder than all the fancy stuff they'd been driving by. And the little first grader spelled it out loud, J-E-S-U-S. -S. That spells Jesus, she proclaimed to her two little sisters. The simple, uncluttered name, Jesus, says it all as we come to Christmas. Uh, on the, the green service sheet that you got, on, there's some sermon notes on the back side. As you came in, you might want to refer to that. I had a, a parishioner one time who would tell me, I love having sermon notes. It tells me when you're about done. So whatever. <laughs> But Jesus, the name says it all. Jesus is our Emmanuel, God with us. Thank you, Sean, for that song that says it so beautifully. But Matthew said it in chapter 1 of his gospel. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And the symbol for that is the, the manger, 
where he was laid as a babe. John Donne, the, the British poet from the 1600s, said this, "'Twas much that man was made like God before, but that God should be like man, much more." He came to this place we call earth. He showed us God in the flesh. He taught us God's ways, and he promised to come back and take us to be with him that we would be forever there. But we meet him at the manger, the baby born at Christmas, Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. And then he's Jesus, our Savior, which is God for us. The announcement of the angels to the shepherds. Today in the city of David, a Savior has been born to you. Jesus, the Savior, came to a cross. Hard to imagine when you look in the manger, but this really was why he came. Philippians chapter 2 says this, though he was God, he did not demand and cling to his rights as God. He made himself nothing. He took the humble position of a slave and appeared in human form. And in human form, he obediently humbled himself even further by dying a criminal's death on a cross. Oh, what a love. The love that Jesus should become like us with all the limitations and do it on purpose, do it willingly, and his purpose being to pay the penalty for your sins and mine on the cross. And here we see the love of God in action. God come from heaven to earth. But sometimes we don't understand, we don't stop to understand how much God loves us and, and circumstances and, and occurrences in life that are harmful to us and to the way we view life and view ourselves perhaps have been a part of our past and, and they limit us in actually believing that there's a God who loves you that much. But he does. Marianne Bird wrote a powerful story entitled The Whisper Test. The Whisper Test. And it was a record she had of an experience in her own childhood. I'll share it with you. She says, I grew up knowing I was different and I hated it. I was born with a cleft palate and cleft lip. When I started to school, my classmates made it clear to me how I must look to others. A little girl with a misshapen lip crooked nose, lopsided teeth, and garbled speech. When schoolmates would ask, what happened to your lip? I'd tell them that I'd fallen and cut it on a piece of glass. Somehow it seemed more acceptable to have suffered an accident than to have been born different. And I was convinced that no one, I was convinced that no one could love me. There was, however, a teacher in the second grade whom we all adored, Mrs. Leonard by name. She was short, round, happy, a sparkling lady. Annually, we would have a hearing test. Don't know if this is how they did it when you were in school. It was a long time ago. She said, I was virtually deaf in one of my ears. But when I had taken the test in past years, I discovered that if I did not press my hand as tightly upon my ears as I was instructed to do, I could pass the test. 
Mrs. Leonard gave the test to everyone in the class. Finally, it was my turn, and I knew what the test was like. With the whole class looking on, the student stood against the door and covered one ear. The teacher sitting at her desk across the room would whisper something, and the student would have to repeat it back. The teacher would say things like, the sky is blue, or do you have new shoes? It was my turn. I waited for, the, for those words that God must have put into her mouth that day. Those seven words that changed my life. With the whole class listening to see if I could pass the test this year, Mrs. Leonard whispered, I wish you were my girl. That's the message of our Savior hanging on the cross, shedding his blood so that we might find forgiveness and have a personal relationship with God. From that cross, God whispers the message, I wish you were mine. It is a message of love, and it is the reason Jesus was born. The Apostle John, the Apostle of Love, wrote in his first letter, God showed how much he loved us by sending his only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. It is not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Jesus is our Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus is our Savior, God for us. And Jesus is our Lord, God in us. Again, the declaration of the angel to the shepherds, today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And the symbol of Christ the Lord is the empty tomb. The tomb is empty because Jesus came and lived, and when he died, he did not stay there. But on the third day, he was raised so that he might live in us. Praise his name. Another one of my favorite Christmas stories is this. A public school was holding their annual winter pageant, they called it, and one parent went not expecting to hear anything sacred about Christmas just fun and snowflakes and Santa and reindeer. So when the first graders rose to sing Christmas love, this parent opened their ears to say, hmm, wonder what this is about. And the students in the front row, adorned in mittens and red sweaters, stood up as the song was being sung, and they each had a letter, and then they held up the letter as their part of the song was sung. And the song went something like this, that C is for Christmas. And the child would hold up the letter C, and H is for happy. And on and on it went down the line until the complete title, Christmas Love, was spelled out on the big placards. The performance was going smoothly until the child who had the M in Christmas had it upside down which made it a W. 
And unaware, she stood proudly when they sang the M part of the song. But the message that was portrayed on those placards at the end of the song was this. Christ was love. And he still is. Jesus Christ, our Lord, loves you so much that his desire is to have a relationship with you, to come and live in you, to be your Savior and your Lord. Let's prepare to take communion together on this holy day while we remember that Jesus was born in a manger in Bethlehem, we also remember the purpose for which he was born, which was to become the ultimate sacrifice for our sins. And Jesus himself commanded his disciples that this should be a regular part of their worship, to take the bread and the cup, the emblems of his broken body and shed blood, and inviting all those who would choose to follow him, who repent of their sins, and believe in him for salvation, you're all invited to the Lord's table for communion. We take part in this as a means of grace. It's a reminder that it's not anything we have done that saves us. It's not all the good things we've ever tried to do or anything because sin still would stain our lives. It's only by the shedding of his blood and the sacrifice of Christ's body on the cross that we have any standing before God and his grace and his love reaches to us offering forgiveness for our sins to remove the stain of sin and life in him, eternal life as he lives in us. And we're invited to join him this morning as we remember his birth. We also remember the purpose for which he was born, the suffering and death of our Lord on the cross. And we also remember that he is coming Again, would you pray with me? Father God, you have the plan in your sovereign will. What we would not understand without great study and, and a walk with you, a personal relationship, you had already laid out and you followed through, carried it out, and Jesus, you came. You came on your purpose with mission. And we thank you. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for loving us while we were still sinners. Thank you for dying for us before, uh, before we responded to your love. And we thank you for this opportunity today in this sacred moment to remember through the bread and the cup what you have done for us. If you pull back the top layer of the cup, you'll get to the wafer. And let's prepare to take this together. The body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was broken for you on the cross, may it preserve you blameless. By his suffering, by his stripes, you are healed. Let's take together. The blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, which washes whiter than snow, may it preserve you blameless unto everlasting life. 
Let's drink this together, remembering with grateful hearts, Jesus died for you. Okay, we're preparing for kind of a blackout in here, although there'll be some lights coming in from the hallways as we prepare for candle lighting. We've journeyed through four weeks of anticipating. That's what Advent is for, to let us move toward Christmas and remember why Christ came. Today we celebrate his first coming, his first advent. And we rejoice in the one who came, not in the glory of a palace or with riches, but born to peasant parents and laid in a manger of a stable. He came humbly. He came as a servant. And we rejoice in the one who is the fulfillment of our hope, the bringer of peace, the creator of joy, and love itself. And we illustrate his presence with the light. And so I'm going to invite you, this may take us a little while to coordinate, but um, we'd kind of like to make a big oval. So some people are going to need to come and fill in the front here and, and go around. And, and um, those of you that are on the sides, find a place and we'll try to all connect side by side around this room. Okay? I don't know if we can go all the way out to the ends, but we can at least go around the brown chairs, and maybe we need to go a little farther. And I'll light my candle here from the Christ candle. And I'll come and join you. Pass it to your neighbors on each side of you. Isaiah the prophet spoke these words. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. 
He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Would you sing with me? Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round yon virgin mother and child, holy infant so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heavenly Silent night, holy night, shepherds quake at the sight, radiant beams from thy holy face. With the dawn of redeeming grace, Christ the Savior is born. Christ the Savior is born. Silent night, holy night, Son of God, love's pure light, radiant beams from thy holy face. With the dawn of redeeming grace, Jesus, Lord, at thy birth, Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. Take a look around. One mother tells this Christmas story. The day of the Christmas program arrived and my young daughter, Jana, was so excited about her part that I thought she was to be one of the main characters, though she had not told me what she was doing. The parents were all there and one by one, the children took their places. I could see the shepherds fidgeting in the corner of the stage meant to represent the fields for the sheep. Mary and Joseph stood solemnly inside the manger or beside the manger and in the back, three young wise men waited impatiently, but still, Jana sat quietly and confidently. Then the teacher began. A long time ago, Mary and Joseph had a baby, and they named him Jesus, she said. 
And when Jesus was born, a bright star appeared over the stable. And at that cue, Jana got up from her chair, picked up a large tinfoil star, and walked behind Mary and Joseph and held the star up high for everyone to see. When the teacher told about the shepherds coming to see the baby, the three young shepherds came forward, and Jana jiggled the star up and down excitedly to show them where to come. When the wise men responded to their cue, she went, forward to, she went forward a little bit to meet them and to lead the way, her face as bright as the real star might have been. The playlet ended. We had refreshments. And on the way home, Jana said with great satisfaction, I had the main part. You did? I questioned, wondering why she thought that. Yeah, she said, because I showed everybody how to find Jesus. <laughs> the simple call of Christmas is come and see and go and tell. All right, I'm going to give you my candle, sure. We're going to invite you to sing it with us. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, no, I'm going to let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, no, I'm going to let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, no, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Won't let Satan poof it out, won't let Satan poof it out. I'm going to let it shine. I won't let Satan poof it out, I'm going to let it shine. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Let it shine till Jesus come, let it shine till Jesus come. I'm gonna let it shine, oh let it shine till Jesus comes. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine till Jesus comes. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. This little light, oh this little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, this little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, this little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Rejoice, the Lord has come. Jesus is here. Know that you are loved by God. Embrace the gift of his love and, and the hope that he offers to you through salvation. Go into a world then that is longing to know hope and peace and joy and love and shine your light so that they too can see Jesus, Emmanuel, Savior, and Lord. Amen.
Amen. Merry Christmas. So glad you came to Christmas worship, and now we dismiss you in the name of the Lord. God bless you as you go. There are um, places outside uh, the doors here. There's trays to put the candles on and uh, metal trays, and then there are baskets to put the communion cups in as you go. God bless you. Amen.